0: Change is inevitable and can often be chaotic. However, when it's fully organized, change can be dynamic, powerful, and progressive. The Organizing for Change podcast will help you move from a spectator to a difference maker and will assist you in bringing positive change to your community, your city, and perhaps of most importance, you. Hosted by Amanda Decker, Drug-Free community Substance Use Prevention Coordinator, mom to many, entrepreneur, and fan of great conversation, Organizing for Change is heard in over 40 countries and every state in the USA. We are delighted that you've joined us today, because after all, we do this for you, and that will never change. Here's Amanda.
1: Welcome to Episode 39 of the Organizing for Change podcast where our goal is to equip coalitions, organizations, and individuals to bring change to their community. Thank you all so much for your support. If you would like to be an insider to the Organizing for Change podcast, join our email list. You'll be the first to know about upcoming episodes and you will get a summary after each episode with links to anything we've talked about emailed right to your inbox. Just click on the link in the notes to join our community today. Well, today's episode is a little bit different. I'm going to be talking about five tips for leading a coalition during COVID-19. I hope this podcast encourages you today. Tip number one, stay calm. I know that's a really tough thing to do But it's so important right now during this time. And here are a few things that are helping me to stay calm. The first is take care of your mental health. So that looks different for everyone. Um, That might look like just getting some time alone every day. It might look like, you know, watching one of your favorite shows, whatever you need to do to take care of your mental health. The second thing of staying calm is take care of your physical health. For me, taking care of my physical health really helps my mental health as well. So get some fresh air or do an exercise workout video. There's a ton of fun ones out there. Um, There are a bunch of different ways that you can really work on your physical health right now. Another part for me taking care of my mental health is to go easy on myself. So if you are a parent or a guardian, you're now working from home, it can get pretty stressful. Or maybe you're not working from home, you are an essential worker and your kiddos are all at home and you've had to juggle around childcare and navigate what that looks like. As a mom to three small school children, I'm now responsible for co-schooling them. I grew up as a homeschooler. My blessed mother raised eight of us and homeschooled us all. And I can tell you, I do not have the same gift. This is where some flexibility and grace is needed for you and them. Homeschooling and co-schooling are not the same things at all. The amount of effort and work my mom put into planning and figuring out what we were going to do for the school year I've had, what, a week to plan for my kiddos. I'm not going to hold myself to the same standards that she had in this season. And this is where some flexibility and grace is needed for you and them. Yes, I would love it if we had a TV-free seven weeks, eight weeks, computer-free days on end. I'm sure that would be great. No screen time for my kids, but that's not going to work for me right now. I've compromised and I'm doing what works for us. I found us some educational games, my kids try to watch PBS. This is what's working for me right now. Another thing I've done to help stay calm is just make a top three. Here are three things that I hope to accomplish today. Not the list of a thousand, just the top three. My day has been more successful for having gotten three things done than looking at the list of dozens of things that there was no way I could do with three little kiddos running around. And seek extra help. If you see a counselor, this is a great time to reach out to them, use telehealth. Um, If you don't see a counselor, this is a great time that you can find one for some extra support as well. If you need mental health resources, you can call the national hotline, which is 1-800-662-HELP. Tip number two. During this time, use this time for learning something new. My friends over at Prevention Solutions at EDC, you can look at them online, uh, prevention solutions.edc.org have a bunch of different online classes they are offering right now. One of the classes that I took of theirs is Prevention Ethics, and it's helped go towards my certification um, as a prevention specialist. It was a great interactive class, I was able to learn, and the teacher had a really great style um, of working with students, so check that out. Another way that you could learn something new is go back on the CADCA website. And um, CADCA, for those of you who don't know, stands for Anti-Drug Coalitions of America. But they have a great website, www.cadca.org, and they have a bunch of primers on there that go through exactly what coalitions can uh, do. And there are some great skills that you might want to brush up on and learn during this time. Another great place is the Coalition Toolbox and you can find this at www.ctb.ku.edu and we've had the Coalition Toolbox on one of our previous episodes but this is a great wealth of free knowledge that you can look and learn something new that's going to help your coalition in the future. Um, And that's really going to make the most of this time right now. The next tip is to use this time to teach your coalition something new. So a local coalition I know had recently scheduled somebody to come and speak to parents about mental health. They wanted to help reduce stress for students at a forum this week. Now, obviously, in the state of Massachusetts, we've had a shelter-in-place order, so that forum is not going to be happening in person. But they're still planning to host this training for parents, but they're doing it online via a webinar. Too often, we've hosted events, and maybe only one or two parents have come. I know this group that's moved their webinar online and she told me that um, it's been able to reach a lot more people than they would have if they just held it in person. Another group I know that usually holds their events in person was able to reach over 10 times the number of people they reach with an in-person event just by putting their event online. They were shocked and they said that they really wished that they had done this sooner. And this might be something that even when you go back to holding in-person events, you might want to consider holding something online as well. Um, And this is a great place to learn to do that. It's a great place to reach out to the parents in your community right now. And during this time of high stress and anxiety, levels of substance use can definitely rise. As a coalition coordinator, you know the tips to tell parents. Take this time to share that information with them. You can use Facebook Live. You can use something called Zoom. If you don't know anything about Zoom yet, Google it. Uh, There's many different ways to get information out online during this time. Tip number four, fix up your website and your social media. I have been online looking at a lot of different websites from coalitions all across the globe and some of us, myself included, could use a little brush up on the website. There are names on my website that were out of date. There are um, different photos that I could freshen up. There are just a bunch of things that we could change. So you might be the editor to your website, and then again, you might be not the editor. So if you're not the editor and you don't know how to get on there and do that, what I did is create a list, I started just a list of things that I noticed to change. And I can share that with the person who does work on our website. Or maybe you wanna just look at a way that you could relaunch your website and use a low-cost option. There are some places that are very easy to navigate such as Squarespace. That's a great place to create your own website. It's really easy uh, to update and you can go through and regularly update your website on your own. Um, But use this time to update those places. Another place too when it comes to um, just content is your social media. There are some great tools that you can use to pre-schedule out your social media so that right now when you might have a lot of time to be able to work on something, um, might be a good time to schedule out your posts for the future. And there are some great resources that can help you with that too. Um, My friends at Katie, C-A-D-Y, have a toolbox that they use um, called Ready, Set, Go for Media. And it's a great tool that you can use to have um, pre-researched little bites to put out on social media and create your own media campaign with all the research work done for you, all the work of how to set up a media campaign done for you. We recently purchased their marijuana toolkit. It's fantastic, and I really encourage you to check them out if you're looking for some content to put on your website or your social media. The next tip and the last tip I have for all of you is to be encouraging. Right now we are socially distancing physically, but that doesn't mean that you need to be socially distant. This is a great time to think of ways that you can encourage someone else. Think of ways that you can check in with coalition members. That hang in there bit of encouragement goes further than you know, and I recently heard of a young person who really echoed this. She was talking about just how isolating and sad she felt with just having to be at home and not connect with the people that she normally connects with. And uh, a friend of hers created a Zoom call where you can log on and be with a bunch of your friends at the same time. And they just played a word game together and she just expressed how much it meant to have that connection again with all of her friends and just see their faces and be encouraged during this time. There's a lot of great ways that you can think, uh, you know, brainstorm to reach out to someone during this time. Another thing that we've done with my children is we decided that we were going to write encouraging note cards to folks in nursing homes. And just use this time as a way for us to focus on somebody else instead of just us and think about ways that we can bless somebody else. And that act of blessing someone else really does help yourself to feel better as well and um those are my five tips so i hope that they encouraged you this is my little way my small part on the planet to just try to lift up your spirits today and let you know that you are doing great work and don't stop don't shrink back this is a time to really move forward and just continue the great work that you all are doing um stay safe out there and we will see you again next month for another episode.
0: Thank you for listening to the Organizing for Change podcast, where our goal is to empower coalitions, organizations, and individuals to bring positive change to their communities. To learn more about us or to get the show notes from today's episode emailed to your inbox, log on to our website. We hope you are inspired by today's show and keep up the great work. See you next time.